everybody. We're going to have Edge Carpenter in. Uh, Charlie Giamanco just popped in the studio. The great, uh, great uh, general manager from Apple Honda. We got Craig Ferentino in here. Craig Jim. We're having a party here, folks. It's Christmas week. Why not? Uh, and uh, that as well with Andrew Lieb. Uh, Liebatlaw.com. Discrimination attorney, Mr. Lieb. And we got a very big story to discuss. And uh, nice enough to give us a couple of minutes. Uh, here on a Monday as the Isles head to Denver tonight to take on the Avalanche, my friend, and a big win against the Golden Knights the other night. Well, Jay, that was my first night of Hanukkah excitement that I was celebrating that the Islanders won the the, the game after a terrible game the night before. But I had my Sufgani oat, that's my jelly donut out in honor of Hanukkah, my eight crazy nights, and we're going to go on an eight-game winning streak now in honor of Hanukkah. <laughs> there you go. Well, we need it because they've – they got a little bit of a roller coaster thing. They've got the Rangers on Thursday. Keep that in mind. Rangers red hot, winning last night, seven in a row. Uh, let's get to the AG, Letitia James, uh, Mr. Lee. The uh, New York AG continuing to employ her longtime chief of staff, uh, in spite of his known propensity uh, to sexually harass and to commit sexual assault and batteries. According to the lawsuit that was filed uh, by a former aide too. Miss James. So let's get into this uh, whole aspect as far as this suit, which was filed both in the state Supreme Court in Manhattan uh, and the state court of claims and seeks damages here. What do we know? Well, this lady, Sophia, that's who filed the claim, Sophia Quintanar. She's a former political consultant. And what's important is that she wasn't actually working for the government at the time. And that's interesting because we always think you can only sue an employer for this type of discrimination. But under a new law that started on November 24th called the Adult Survivors Act, anyone who was assaulted, there was a sexual misconduct, something happened to them for years ago. It's already outside the statute of limitations. They have a one-year window to not just sue the perpetrator, the bad guy. In this case, we got this Ibrahim Khan who's being alleged, but also the employer who negligently let it happen. And that's what they're alleging Tish James did, which is ironic since she started and made her claim to fame going after Cuomo for sexual harassment. Now she's on the receiving end of this stuff. It seems we'll see how the shoe fits on that foot. And look how she's operated against Andrew Cuomo. And most notably, as I pointed it out last week, as far as what's going on with these nursing homes, one in particular in East Meadow, and I said, well, where the heck is the Cuomo investigation, the 15,000 or whatever, the edict from March 25th of 2020 to allow COVID positives into those homes? Are we investigating any of that uh, stuff, uh, Andrew Lee? You know, that's, that's the other question right there. You know, there's still a, there's still a lot up in the air regarding that. It's a lot up in the air, and it seems, I guess, what you're getting at is that she conveniently picks yep. what it feels like, kind of. which, which cases are good for her career and which ones aren't. And what they're alleging, the Sophia is alleging, is, hey, listen, and it's interesting, and i got to say this, that Sophia once did tell the New York Post, she did come out and say to the New York Post that she had no issue with James's investigation. But in the lawsuit, it's alleging, hey, you made it look like he resigned, he quit, but you had already hired a law firm to be investigated. He wasn't on vacation. It's, he was the subject of a sexual assault. So when it's politically expedient for you, James, you say one thing. And when it's not a politi- politically expedient, like you're saying with the nursing homes, you pick and choose which ones you want. But I have an idea. She should follow Elon Musk. 
And instead of making the own decision, she should give us Twitter polls, and you and I should be able to vote on who gets investigated. We'll see what's going to happen. I don't know if you saw that Twitter poll, but that was very exciting if he's going to keep running Twitter. Yeah, it's no question. Andrew Lieb, of course, Lieb at law. You know, it's good for the goose, good for the gander kind of speak, right? Uh, it's all about convenience, it seems, with Letitia James. I'll tell you, she's got a very shaky track record here, and that's something to kind of keep an eye on. Where do you think this thing ends? Well, it's hard to say how the lawsuit's going to end because it was just filed. And I just got to echo this just for anyone else that's having a situation. They have one year starting on November 24th to bring these lawsuits that expired if they were the victims of sexual misconduct, rape, forcible touching, sex abuse, sexual assault, criminal sexual acts, anything that was like a naughty act and you want to go after someone and their employer, you got this one-year window. And when you start a lawsuit, you only have a one-sided situation. So all we've heard so far is Sophia's side of the story. So it's hard to say how it's going to end, but I will say it how it begins. It begins with that Tish James mismanaged the politics of this because we're all talking about this today. And if she would have been more strong against, and, you know, Khan was long working for her, a long-time assistant, her, her chief of staff, he was the advocate before, the public advocate. If she would have buried him in this and said, you're gone, you're fired, just like she went after Cuomo, we wouldn't be talking about it today. You can't be mean to your enemies and nice to your friends when you're the attorney general. you got to treat everyone the same, and it's going to be a black eye on her no matter how this turns out. No question about it, and that's why, you know, you kind of get a sense, you get a sense here, based on past uh, incidents, uh, Ms. Lee, that, uh, you know, listen, you can certainly make the claim of a cover-up here, the allegations, misleading statements to the press, whatever you want to do, especially when this guy, that this guy was on vacation or was with, uh, what was it, a sick relative, whatever it was, when he was actually suspended for two months pending the investigation into these claims. I mean, that's why you have these these moments as far as fogginess is concerned, of how the AG's office is going about their business. Well, I think it's something you and I talk about often on your show, is that I think Democrats are just terrible at media. And she could have played this so much differently. And she's just so terrible. And all of them, all of them, they just don't know how to talk to the public. And they come off as condescending and arrogant by picking and choosing which laws they're going to affect. Now, I want to point out again, though, we don't know that she did anything wrong. And we don't know that the cover-up, if there was a cover-up, is even the issue, because that's not what the lawsuit's for. Right. The lawsuit's saying that she negligently hired him when he had known propensities to be a sexual assaulter. But we don't know that to be true, and it's at the infancy. You see, this comes back to the same conversation we have all the time. Democrats don't know how to talk to their constituents, and they don't know how to work PR and the media, and they put their foot in their mouth. And then we have people like you and I sitting here saying, we're feeling like you're picking and choosing. Only your friends, only your allies, only people like you get the support you want. So I really think that Tish James needs to come out today, tomorrow, and really clear this up. I want to see a bold statement from her. And if she's not going to do that, she fails no matter how the lawsuit. No question. And also, if you read on, you could go back in time. New York Post actually reported uh, that another staffer that was assigned to the AG's press office resigned in lieu of termination. This was going back three years after being accused of harassment in the office. So there are incidents in the past, a little bit of checkered, 
uh, past as far as Letitia James and how she conducts the business, so to speak, Mr. Ferentino. Yeah, there's some rumors, uh, Andrew, just to let you know from what I'm hearing, uh, is that, that she may be, uh, you know, she may find another position with the, uh, within the Hochul administration and that uh, some of the DAs, one of the DAs in one of the boroughs might, uh, might step up there. Just That's just the rumor out uh, among law enforcement, just to give you a heads up on that. Yeah. yeah, very interesting. And, you know, I would think that maybe she's better off in a position like that because in her position, you need to have a pulpit. You need to be speaking. You need to be clear with your messaging. And there's things that she's done that's been very good in her job. But, again, I think the problem is messaging, and we're feeling a distrust. And you never want from your lead law enforcement agent to feel like it's politically corrupt, whether it is or not. You know, as a lawyer, they always say it's not impropriety that you have to avoid. It's even the appearance of impropriety. And I'm feeling an appearance today, and that's not making me feel warm and fuzzy. I'm feeling a little bit of gaslighting. You know, you can, it's okay to go after the NRA. It's okay, okay to go after Trump. It's okay to go after Andrew Cuomo. You know, with the investigative report, uh, you know, three-term governor harassing, mistreating a slew of women. It's okay to do that. But you've got to be clear as far as how you're going about your business in some of these other areas. That's when some of the good stuff can be, you know, somewhat accentuated in a negative way. That's something to keep in mind. If you are in play with Letitia James these days, final comment, sir. I think the final comment is that we all um, can get away from the cloud, away from the noise, and focus on what matters here. And what matters here is this gal, Sophia, if she was harassed, right. if she was the victim, it's good that we have this law. And I'm going to give a credit right now to our Governor Hochul for signing this Adult Survivors Act because people that were victims that were quieted, didn't say anything, they have this one-year window to get paid for the fact that they had to have tongues shoved down their throats at fundraisers and things like that. And that's always a good thing to stop sexual assault. Always a good thing to have you on the program, my friend. Great having you. Lots more to discuss uh, as far as uh, this AG is concerned as we get down the road, okay? We'll talk soon. How's that? 